It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Ron and Anian. It will take you anywhere from a half hour to 45 minutes just to know the data that you're seeking to solve the problem that you're working on. Car Doctor. Ronnie, you don't remember me? I'm trying to think now. Now you got me. Eddie Marino. Eddie. Good Lord. High school. We threw Phil to the reflecting pool in front of the high school. That's right. <laughs> oh, and we got called into the principal's office because of it. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. I just wonder how much diagnostics will be in the future. What's it going to cost? What does it take? How much time is involved? And it seems like it's an ongoing problem here on The Car Doctor. We're always talking about this. You know, what's involved to properly repair and deal with that thing we call the automobile? Um, there's a class coming up the end of August up here in New Jersey. Automotive Training Group's putting it together on Ford Drivability. And I was talking to Chris, the trainer. Chris used to work for me. You guys know that. And we were talking about it. And he said, Ron, th- this class, there's about 15 or 16 hours of information we're going to try and pack into two four-hour nights of eight. 
And he said it's getting to the point now where just to cover one particular area is going to go longer. We, we'd like to do like three-night classes or four-night classes. But unfortunately, people are getting worn out. Everybody's tired, right? You know, you go work on all day long and you're, you're, you're fixing cars and then, you know, you're going to go and sit in a four-hour class four nights in a row. How much can you absorb? Uh, you know, it's becoming a problem. And I just, I think about, you know, the price of admission. What's going to be the price of admission to get into the business and to get into a repair shop? And what's it going to take to begin a diagnosis? And I think it's going to radically change in the coming weeks or in the coming years, months, weeks, whatever, uh, because of technology. Technology is going to drive it that way. And I also think that the more information we have to have to fix the cars of today, that drop-off cycle. You ever stop and think about the drop-off cycle, the point at which, you know, we can work on a car 15 years old, 20 years old, you start getting older than 20 years right now. It's Things are getting kind of fuzzy in terms of available tools, in terms of available technology, scan tool capability, and that kind of thing. But what's going to happen going forward as the car becomes more involved? Does that drop-off rate uh, get shorter? Is it going to be, you know, you, you can effectively fix cars only 10 years old or 8 years old? Because how can you maintain the electronics needed for those other cars at a cost-effective level? It's a repair shop can only hold so much. There's only so much room in the space and, and, and there's almost so much space in the bays. It's, it, it's a problem. And it just made me think about that as I was, as I was pondering that question, uh, you know, driving back and forth to work this week and uh, saying, you know, what's it going to take, you know, the price of admission, we're going to call it the price of admission is going up, Tom. Well, the other problem too, is you just mentioned the electronics, with the changes that the speed at which the changes in electronics happen, will you be able to fix those modules? At at what point can you not get the parts anymore? Well, at what point? Right. At what point will the manufacturer not have the chip? The you know we were talking about it in the last hour, and I've talked about Rick's Corvette from time to time. He's driving a two thousand Corvette. It's a you know it's a five seven tune port. Yeah, it's a nice car, but I mean it's old by today's standards. Uh, the technology when that car came out, it was cutting edge in 2000. Now you look at it, and it's, a, it's as simple as a roller skate compared to the stuff that's out there. And, you know, this this 20-year-old Corvette, we can't get, you can't buy an accelerator pedal position sensor assembly from GM anymore. That's a key component for the car. You know, there's no, it's all drive-by-wire. There's no direct linkage. So, you know, you can't, you can't buy that anymore. You have to buy it from an outside manufacturer that claims they're making it the GM spec. Uh, you know, you hope, right? Uh, you know, is is that an issue? Um, you know, he needs a sun visor. Okay, well, if we can't get a sun visor because, the you know, you can unplug that, but you can't get a sun visor, can't get um, some of the other components that are falling off of this 20-year-old nice car. It's only got 30,000 miles on it. And I don't know, Tom, I, I think that drop-off rate is going to go up and you're going to see a lot more cars being sent, you know, for recycling uh, or some other method to, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe hot rodding will come back and we'll, we'll put in modified drive lines and powertrains just to keep the frame and the chassis rolling because, you know, it's that's where hot rodding started, I think. Well, you know, uh, it, it might not even be the processor chips. I worked on a, uh, a broadcast transmitter recently now 10 years ago when the thing was new. I installed it. This particular module, they don't make the connector anymore. The connector. Right. Not made. 
Well, because... And, and they're like, well, you have to modify it. And it's like a five-hour modification that I have to bill my customer for. I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, and, and to that point, you know, as a kid, when I was a kid, you thought Chevrolet really made cars. No, they sourced parts and assembled cars. I don't think Detroit has made a car, as it were, for about 60 years. You know, back in the day when the back streets of Detroit were lined with body and hammer shops where they were pounding out fenders, and maybe it's 70 years. You know, now everything's done on presses and and machine shops and sub-assemblies and sub-vendors and, you know. So you're at the mercy of... You know, GM makes the spec or Chrysler makes the spec and say, hey, it's got to be red. It's got to have black glass. It's got to be six inches long, and that's the visor or whatever it is. And then when they get tired or when they change that, that's gone. You can't you can't reproduce that. And, you know, it really makes some of the cars of the 60s and the 70s look that much more appealing in the 50s because they're real steel. They're real cars. You can make substitutes and replacement parts for those you can't do that you know short of great expense and pain on you know 80s and 90s automobiles it becomes very expensive and cost prohibitive to do uh you know it's i don't know i think the drop-off rate i'm coining a new term i'm going to insert that into english language we'll see if that makes it in like yada 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 but uh you know i i, I just think the drop-off rate of automobiles is going to increase because nobody's going to be able to you know, keep them going, doing what they have to do. Hey, let's go over to Kyle in Wisconsin, 13, no, an 18 Jeep. Kyle, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can I help you in your 18 Jeep Grand Cherokee? Hey, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So, What's going on? I uh, have a 2018 Jeep Cherokee with uh, about 37,000 miles on it. Bought it brand new. Uh, when it got close to the bumper-to-bumper warranty expiring, uh, my mechanic, not Jeep, Notice there's a problem with the rear differential. Took it to Jeep. They were kind enough to replace the rear diff. But now all of a sudden my transmission is having problems. Literally like 45 miles before it hit uh, 36,000, my uh, transmission is starting to buck when it uh, downshifts whenever I let my foot off the gas. And they've taken a couple steps to like try to fix it they tried the whole flashing thing that didn't work they replaced the valve body that didn't work and it's just starting to become frustrating i was going to the interstate last weekend going like 70 miles an hour and i thought my transmission was going to leave my car when i let off the accelerator I was just wondering if you had any uh, suggestions. Well, it's it sounds like they're they're following some kind of correct procedure. You know, you've got to make sure software is up to date. You know, my my question is when they change the rear axle, you know, if the problem was immediately after that, was it immediately after that, Kyle? Uh, that's when I started noticing that it it wasn't uh, it wasn't clean anymore. It wasn't smooth. You know, I wonder if, and I've seen this on on several car lines now, you know, you change the rear axle. I wonder if there's, A, a relearn procedure of some type, and B, I wonder if they've got the correct rear axle in there, if the gear ratio is the same. Uh, just, you know, is is something skewing or throwing that transmission off in terms of data input? 
because I'm sure there's more than a few sensors on the rear axle, um, uh, you know, for information. Have they, you know, obviously they've scanned it for codes and they've got nothing? Uh, that's correct, sir. Okay. So can they duplicate the problem? Can you make it happen while a Jeep tech is in the vehicle? Uh, see, that's that's uh, another thing I ran into. I've had the vehicle there several times, and they're like, well, it's operating as normal. And I'm not a mechanic, but when I drive it, all of a sudden, oh, wow, that's really weird. So it's kind of hard to get them in the car with the whole COVID thing going on with me because they yeah. have special rules about that. So I'm kind of at their mercy whether or not they uh, they can they can notice it when they're driving it. Well, here's your here's your primary concern. I mean, the COVID thing is real, and I get that. Uh, you know, it, it has thirty six thousand miles on it. Yeah, roughly. Yes. Sir. Yeah. When's the when's the powertrain warranty up? Uh, I still got a lot of. I still. I think I have like two years left on the powertrain. Okay. So can you just leave it with them and let a tech drive it for the week? Uh, that's definitely one of the options. Yeah, and I think that's the best option. You know, I would I would respectfully ask them, hey, can we just go back to the beginning? Can we go over the rear axle replacement? Are we sure it's the right part? Are we sure it's the right ratio? Are we sure it was a one-for-one swap with like, kind, and, and, and quantity? And, you know, that there's there's just the coincidence because I don't see a connection unless there was a calibration error made in terms of what went in the vehicle. L- let me ask you this. Does the speedometer seem like it's operating correctly, like you're like when it says 60, you're going 60, that kind of thing? Uh, to be honest with you, I think it does, but I've never really taken the time to pull up like a GPS on my phone. And Why don't you try that? You know, or go find a go find a, a speed camera somewhere where they tell you how fast you're going and, you know, check it at various speeds. Just to see, you know, if it says if it says you're doing 35 and the speedometer says 40, something's off. Because I guarantee you it didn't leave the factory that way. You know, some, something changed that, and I'm not sure what it is at this point. So I've got to go backwards now, and I've got to work my way out. You know, think of basic inputs and what's that transmission looking for in terms of information. Because short of that, if the flash is right, if the software is the latest up to date, and the inputs are correct, you've got an internal trans problem that just happened to surface at the time of the differential replacement. It can happen. You know, uh, my dead dog that wasn't dead Tuesday died Wednesday. So, uh, you know, but do that. Simple testing, you can do it. If the GPS says you're off, I'd bring it to their attention. Okay. All right. I'm just concerned that maybe they do replace the transmission, and there's still problems with the car. And then I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? This is a pretty new vehicle to be having all these issues. Yeah, it really is. And then at that point, it kind of becomes their problem, right? Document. I would also tell you to document all the steps, because at what point does this fall under lemon law? And I would read up. I don't know Wisconsin lemon law off the top of my head, but I would do some Google search about it because if it is going to become an issue, you want to make sure that you don't let them off the hook. You got to hold their feet to the fire on something like this. Uh, I'm actually stationed uh, in Ohio over at Dayton, and Ohio's laws are like twelve thousand miles, so I'm kind of over that, unfortunately. Well, what do you mean? How long? How long ago was the vehicle? Was the differential replaced? Oh, literally just like a month ago. Okay, so what's what's so you're saying the lemon law only applies 
in the first 12,000 miles? Uh, that's what I was reading, but I, I mean, I could have read incorrectly. I would I would reread that. My impression was that while a vehicle is under warranty, period, it's eligible under Lemon Law. At least that's how I believe it works in Jersey. Okay, I'll have to give uh, Ohio's law another read since I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, I would take a hard look at that, but I would and I would mention that to the dealer. Hey, listen, I don't want to enact it, but you know, understand I spend a lot of money on this vehicle, and here I am, you know, forty five thousand dollars poorer, and I've got a vehicle that's acting up. What are we going to do to fix it, fellas? I'm, I'm willing to work Absolutely. with you, but you, you got to give me some. Uh, you know, people just want to be talked to, not at. You know, maybe taking a maybe taking a pot of coffee and a dozen donuts and say, "Hey, guys, let's sit down and figure out how we're going to solve this problem." I'm in this with you, but I got to know that you've got some time. You know, unfortunately, you've got to get somebody's attention, and you know, you've got mine because you're in service. But <laughs> um, that's enough for me. I'd wear my uniform into the place if I could, but they probably won't let you do that. Um, uh, I would get I would get somebody's attention and say, "Hey, how are we going to solve this? I believe in the product to buy it. You got to be able to fix it and track it down. You got to make sure they want to take the time. And I think the only way to do that is one tech, the best a tech they got in the place, is driving the vehicle for the next couple of days. Absolutely. All right, sir. Would you call me back? Well, def- would, you, would you promise to call me back and let me know how it gets resolved? Oh, sure. I All definitely right. appreciate the answer. Okay. You take good care, Kyle. Thank you very much, and thanks. thank you for your service. 855-560-9900. Ron and Andy, the car doctor. We're back right after this. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so. Exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Hey, everyone. This is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss. 
a common mistake that a lot of people do. They use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using oh. fabric softener. Oh. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. It's the little old lady from Pasadena. He drives that way, but when it comes to fixing cars, Ron has car advice done right. 855 560 9900. Here's Ron. Hey, let's get on over and talk to Paul in Illinois, 78 GMC Motorhome. Paul, welcome to the car, Dr. Sir. How can I help? Hello. Um, I uh, have this motorhome that basically has a drivetrain from that era to Arnado. It's an old 455 front-wheel drive. This is a real and, This is a real classic motorhome, Paul. You realize what you have. <laughs> you, you know. Well, it's a, my, my quote-unquote hot rod, I guess. Well, anyway. it, it is. You, you know, for everybody, everybody that's ever seen the movie, this is the motorhome that was basically used for that vehicle in the movie Stripes. Right? Remember yeah, Stripes with right. Bill Murray and... Um, uh, I can't. I can't think of who his co-star was. Um, he was in Ghostbusters with him too. God, that's going to bother me now. And he passed within the last five years. Look at this. I'm having. A, I'm having a memory block. Harold Ramis. Uh, who? Ramis. Yeah, Ramis. Yeah, Harold Ramis. Yeah. But that that that's a classic. Do you know that motorhome? To you, that's just a motorhome. That vehicle revolutionized the RV industry. Do you realize that? That was the yeah. That, I'm the, I'm kind of aware of the history of them. Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. That was one of the um, first vehicles. The design, the way they got the floors, they created the floors. They put that vehicle together. It's a very interesting vehicle. Very boy. That's back when GM designed things that actually worked. Um, uh, just you know, really neat stuff. Really neat. But anyway, so what uh, what what's the problem with it? So um, it's running fine. Uh, it's been three or four years since I changed spark plugs. This vehicle originally came with a 403, but this one I have before I bought it, a 455, had been swapped back into it. Um, and looking at O'Reilly's, and there's like half a dozen different spark plug choices, and I just don't know. I'm looking for advice, which would be a good choice. Um, I'd like I'd like Delco. I put a set of Delcos in there, and I'd probably go because if I remember right, the plugs are fairly easy to get to. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I'd probably just put coppers in it. I don't know that you need to spend the extra money. I don't know that it's necessary for the amount that you're going to drive it. Uh, you know, yeah. my my concern is an older vehicle like this, it might be it might be more prone to oil fouling, uh, you know, over time. So you might have to put plugs in it every couple of years to keep things clean because is it cost effective to pull the motor out and find out where the you know what i mean there's a there's yeah. a you know there's got to be a balance there's got to be a yin and a yang here you know this is a you're going to drive it you know 1800 miles in the summer and then it's going to sit the rest of the time and you know platinum and iridium plugs my god we did six plugs in a toyota avalon the other day and the, the plugs were 31 dollars a piece i almost fell over uh, you know, sure, you only do them every 120,000 miles, but <laughs> some, somehow they got their pound of flesh so that the, the price is the same, right? Um, yeah. Uh, so, but, um, yeah, I would just put coppers in it, and I think you'll be fine, and you can find those, as you said, out at O'Reilly Auto Parts, O'ReillyAuto.com. Paul, happy motoring, and, uh, you know, you've got a piece of automotive history there. Enjoy it. And, um, 
you know, just 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 a neat neat vehicle. 855-560-9900. I'm Ron Anani in the car doctor. I'll be back right after this. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Hey, everyone. This is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss. A common mistake that a lot of people do, they use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using fabric softener. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. Welcome back. Ron and Andy, the car doctor. Let's uh, do some email real quick. This comes, comes to us from Fred. Hey, Ron, what's the full name of the Meguiar's yellow car wax that you like? Oh, Fred's talking about, you know, last week I had been talking about um, the different Meguiar's wax that I use on the hot rod. I like number 26. I looked it up. It was twenty number 26. I think they now call it M26 Meguiar's yellow wax. And I like it because it fills the scratches and it's it's easy to work with. It's listed under their professional series of product line under their website, Meguiars.com. But uh, yeah, number 26, Fred. Thanks for the email. I appreciate it. This one comes to us from, let's see, where's this one? Oh, this is Jim. I remember this car. Jim called in a while ago, 97 Ranger with a rough idle. 
at cold start. And he says, the problem is solved. Ron, I emailed and talked to you recently about my Ford Ranger with a rough idle at cold start and a repair shop throwing parts at the problem. My local Ford service department found what was causing the idle one day last week while I was driving along at 30, 35 miles an hour. My truck started jerking and missing, and the check engine light started flashing. I was close to the dealership and limped it right into their lot. They worked on it the next day and had three codes, P0300, 302, and 304. What they found was number two and number four plugs had fouled. They replaced the fouled plugs, and the truck starts and runs fine. What caused the plugs to foul? I don't know. They were motorcraft plugs, and it had only been in the truck for 18 months with less than 3,000 miles. I never knew a bad spark plug would cause the rough idle at cold start symptoms. What had me puzzled was after 30 seconds or so, the auto would smooth out and the truck would run fine. Roll of the story is a pace of diagnosis, Jim in Virginia. Yeah, and I'll tell you why, Jim. If there's a little bit of carbon deposit on a spark plug, uh, we used to call it carbon tracking. Carbon is the path of least resistance to ground, and instead of firing across the gap of the plug, it will arc across the base of the porcelain inside the plug, up inside the shell of the plug, up, up inside, you know, at the top of the thread, so to speak, and it's further away from the fuel in the cylinder, and it will effectively cause a miss. And I agree with you. What caused the miss? What caused the plugs to foul like that? And you have to stop and think and say to yourself, is it something with regards to the, you know, is it going to happen again, is my point. Is there a fuel foul issue or was it an oil fouling issue? And unfortunately, only the dealership can answer that. If it was fuel fouling, you may want to consider you might have um, the injectors may be getting tired. It's a 97, 21, 22 years old. Uh, you know, I've run into this on silver, several, 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 <laughs> several talking on radio, you know, sound is usually important. Several older Ford products that, you know, you may be developing some dribbling injectors. So what you may want to do, you can do an injector flow test. It's involved with hooking up a fuel pressure gauge and using what we used to call an injector pulse box or a buzz box, as we call it. You would pulse the injector and see do you get equal fuel flow out of each cylinder. Or you could try, you know, hooking up a Ford level manufacturer specific level scan tool you you should be able to do an individual cylinder power balance or power drop on each cylinder to see are those cylinders contributing even amounts last simplest a good fuel system cleaning you know you can and you can read all about it out at the uh, Berryman website you can get out to berrymanproducts.com a can of Berryman fuel system cleaner with Hest surely can't hurt this truck. It can only help. And if you want, pick up a can of their four, pick up a box of their four-step process fuel system cleaning. It's something you can do at home in your driveway. You can see videos of it at BerrymanProducts.com, and I'm fairly certain you can buy the product at O'ReillyAuto.com. Get out to O'Reilly Auto Parts if you've got a local one, and uh, they can do it for you. But you may want to consider some fuel system cleaning uh, to help rejuvenate the injectors in this vehicle because there might be dirt and particulate. And uh, sometimes it's just the way they spray. You know, sometimes they build up a little... Well, I'll, I'll use the term schmutz. I know you guys like it when I say that, but it's just like, you know, in, in the shower head, you, you notice that one shower newbie there is kind of peeing off to the side because you have to brush up against it and clear the crud out of it. Same thing. You may have an injector that's peeing, not spraying, and it's just going to affect how the fuel gets atomized in that cylinder and how well or effectively it burns. So, uh, you know, a fuel system cleaning really may do it for you. You may want to take a look at that and uh, get it solved that way. Hey, when we come back, I'll put the question to you like this, all right? 
you come out of the store and you start the car and you go to shift into park or out of park into drive and it won't. What do you do? Gee, it worked before. There's one thing you can check that will tell you right away what to look for. And I'm going to address it with you just the way I addressed it with the customer that called the shop this week. Maggie in her 03 Mercury broke down. And when I walked her through it, she was really shocked. She said, you got to talk about that on the show. She said, that's so simple. I never knew about it. So I'm going to do just that. 855-560-9900. Ron and Annie, the car doctor, here to take your calls. We'll return right after this. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, everyone. This is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss a common mistake that a lot of people do. They use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using fabric softener. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Regis Philbin passed on. Did you, did you hear about that? Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, um, 88 years old. It's too bad, because we just had him introduce you. Yeah, well, and you know, you never heard anything bad about Regis, right? He was just a good guy, and uh, um, always good thoughts, and uh, we're sorry, rest in peace, and uh, thanks for all them years. Well, you know, you, you, you talk about Bob Grant, and you know, at, at WOR when we were there, and uh, he and Bob were good friends. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, Bob used to speak highly, very highly of him. Yeah, he was well, and uh, you know, it's funny you get to know some of the greats, as we say in the business, and they're just people. And uh, you know, you can always tell the good ones, and I, I, I feel like Regis was one. I never met him, but you could see in watching his mannerisms and how he conducted himself on air and off air and in life that he was always, you know, self-assured, um, always on to a degree, all right? Uh, you know, I'm kind of sorry I never met him in, in, in real life, and uh, but always a gentleman, you know? Um, the other one I also wanted to meet that I was disappointed was Tim Conway. The more I, the more I watched Tim Conway on Carol Burnett and Mikhail's Navy, the more I laughed because he was just... Oh, I met him. Yeah, I know. You told me the story. Oh, my God. He was funny. Oh, he, he, and he wasn't trying to be. Right. He's just He was just like a giant child in, a, in an adult's body sometimes. He was uh, he was just something, some kind of special. So anyway, so you're, um, you come out of the supermarket, you come out of the store, whatever it is, and you go to take your car and shift it out of park, and uh, it doesn't go. Gee, it worked before. What happened? The first thing I want you to check are the brake lights. Step on the brake. And take a look if you're if you're if you're backed up. Do you see brake light reflection in the car behind you? Do you see it against the wall, etc.? If the brake lights don't work, chances are that's the reason the shift interlock on a newer car. And I'm talking anything in the last 20 years, really. The shift interlock requires input from the brake light switch. If the brake lights don't work, the switch is probably bad or disconnected or a fault in the wiring, but there's something wrong with the input from the brake light switch preventing the shift interlock from releasing. So what you need to do is, depending upon the car, you can try this a couple of different ways. If it's an old school like Maggie, Maggie's got an old 03 Mercury Grand Marquis, Crown Vic, same thing. Um, You know, what I told her was, Turn the key on, but don't light the dashboard up. So go on one click at a time. First click, can you move the uh, lever out of park? No. Second click. On the second click, she was able to, and I, you, know, you got to keep your foot on the brake because the car is going to roll because you're taking it out of park. Think about that for a second. All right. You're taking it out of park. There's nothing to hold the car. You've got to keep your foot on the brake. But what she was able to do and what you'd be able to do is, once you find that first or second click sweet spot, as we'll call it, you can take it, if you can move the shifter, put it in neutral. You can start the car in neutral and then reverse or drive, depending upon which way the car is facing and how you want to get out of that parking spot or whatever it is you're trying to get out of. So, you know, you can you can basically do it that way. It's 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 park, one or two clicks, get it into neutral. And then you can go ahead and, uh, you know, do what you have to do, get it into drive or reverse, and then get it to a repair shop and get it diagnosed. In in Maggie's case, as it was, it turned out, it, yeah, it had a bad brake light switch, and uh, replacing the switch can, uh, you know, r- resolve it for her. And it's just amazing. And she said, gee, it just happened just like that. And she said, I didn't know what to do. I was going to call for AAA. I was going to get a tow truck. And I said, yeah, well, you know, you don't necessarily have to do that. Um, you know, that'll get you out of trouble. So never forget that. That's um, And that's, you know what? Imagine if that was in a repair shop on 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 Friday and then on or on Thursday and then on Friday, the the brake light switch went bad. Whose fault would that have been? Shouldn't be the repair shop because everything's electric, right? It, it can it can break just like that at the drop of a hat. So it's it just becomes an issue, um, uh, you know. But uh, it worked out for her, and I hope it I hope that it would uh, that it would work out for you. Um, 
So let's cover that. I wanted to talk about that. I also wanted to talk a little bit, and you'll you'll find it up on Facebook. We shot a video recently about you know the emergency road kit. And, uh, you know, some of the contents and you can get out to Facebook and see it. It's on the Car Doctor Facebook page, uh, as well as some of the other videos. Some of my associate radio shows have shot Sam Mamola, Bobby Likas, the guys at Under the Hood and so on. Um, we're talking about emergency road repair, emergency road care, you know, uh, out on the side of the road. What I shot, you know, we were asked, what do you want to shoot? I said, I want to talk about tires and, and, and tire inflators because, you know, Everybody gets on this, I don't want to spend any money, I need safety and reliability, and nobody just stops to look, right? Anything can get a flat at any given time. And, you know, the car goes nowhere without tires, it doesn't stop without brakes, and it doesn't start with a bad or a weak battery. And I can tell you, based on what went on in the shop this week, we did 14 four-wheel brake jobs Four tires. This week was insane at the shop. I mean, it was in at seven, go home at six, five days in a row. We were absolutely bonkers off the wall. And we did 14 four-wheel brakes, four tires, four brakes, four tires, and a battery. Danny and I walked around the block at separate times because we thought we were running a special on it. We couldn't figure it out. We're like, where are all these cars coming from? It makes absolutely no sense. But it just proves the point of and the need for and the concern of a flat a, a, a flat tire boy you're done you're just you're not going anywhere so if you look at the video you'll see i talk about using a tire inflator i happen to have a milwaukee there i like the milwaukee tire inflator there's a couple of them floating around the uh, floating around the family in the house and you know the thing i wanted to touch on most was look at the tire cross all right and make sure that it's a good quality tire cross that it's you know it's forged or welded really well in the middle. Some of the cheap Japanese or Chinese knockoffs, I should say, uh, you know, they're cheap, they're junk, and you're going to get out there on the road and any tool, um, you've got to look at it. Will it hold up and do the job it's supposed to do when you need it the most? You know, it's it's okay if the tool is shiny and pretty sitting in the toolbox, but you, you don't want to be able to you know. <laughs> Gee, it's it's all shiny and pretty, but will it work? And that's the question. You don't want to find that out on the side of the road. And yes, as one of our listeners pointed out, there's no point in carrying a tire inflator across because changing tires on the side of the road is dangerous. No kidding. We would hope you'd have the common sense that if you got a flat, you're going to pull off to the side of the road. You're going to pull off to a point where you're safe. Because if you're in a bad spot and you can't change the flat, guess what? Neither can the emergency road crew that comes out to rescue you. So common sense has to prevail. Common sense is the order of the day. If you do get a flat and you're stuck on the side of the road, pull over to the side. Chances are the tire, you might ruin the tire, but at least you'll be safe. Put the spare on. You'll be around to live and drive the next day and go pay for a new tire and just be glad you survived it because getting a flat today is just it's 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 no easy task it's uh it's involved cars are not simple anymore 855-560-9900 i'm running any of the car doctor here with tom ray we'll both be back to wrap it up right after this it's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road if you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. All right, come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. We're back with season two of the podcast, which means more opportunities to glow up and become a more responsible and better adult, one life lesson at a time. And let me just tell you, this show is just as much for us as it is for you. So let's figure this stuff out together. This season, we're going to talk about whether or not we're financially and emotionally ready for dog ownership. We're going to figure out the benefits of a high-yield savings account. And what exactly are the duties of being a member of the wedding party? All that plus so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. Ron Neen, the car doctor, 855-560-9900 is the car doctor's phone number. That number is 24-7. I should point that out. I'll give it again, 855-560-9900. You can call that number anytime, day or night. Leave a message. Executive producer Tom Ray will hook you up and uh, bring you in for the next live broadcast. We are live on the network Saturday afternoons, 2 to 4 p.m. East Coast time. We're East Coast boys. And uh, 855 855- Eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero is your ticket. And Tom, I'm having a problem talking today. Is it almost over? It's been a long. It's been a long, been a long show. Week. It's been a long. Well, I got a long show. I'm not kidding. Fourteen four wheel. I mean, Danny and I got tired of doing breaks this week. I bet you did. Oh my and, goodness. And then we did the usual amount of oil changes and diagnostics, and you know, it was just it was brakes and tires, brakes and tires, brakes and tires, brakes and tires. It was monotonous after a while. I, you know, it was, I was ready to duct tape the 14 millimeter to my left hand and the 18 millimeter to my right hand, depending upon, because you never put a wrench down. You were, you always had a wrench in hand this week. It so was, people broke their brakes. People broke their brakes. Well, well, every brake job we did this week was COVID related. Every rotor was uh, rusty, rusty, rusty yep. rotors beyond, beyond use, just and everything's starting to catch up as the economy's starting to reopen. So, um, you know, it's it's just a problem. Hey, a quick a quick note from Facebook. Helen's checking in. She says, hey, Ron, I had a 1993 Honda Civic, which I loved. Life changed. After driving two miles a day city, I drove 500 miles a week expressway. Life changed again, Helen says, and I was driving one mile a day city. Eventually, the clutch pedal went around 2003, I think, 
Anyone could have sold me a new clutch and I wouldn't have questioned it. My mechanic said, all you need is a new clutch slave. And yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's an honest mechanic, Helen. And they're out there. You know, I was saying this to someone this week. They were asking me, you know, about the shop and how I run the shop. I was interviewed for a magazine article due to come out in the next month or so, or a couple of months, whatever it is. And uh, as I pointed out to this person writing it, I told her, I said, you know, I'm 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 not the best mechanic in the world. I'm I'm an honest mechanic. There's a lot of honest mechanics out there. We're all just trying to fix cars. We can't judge, you know, the entire industry based off a couple of guys that would oversell or do the wrong thing or, you know, don't take the time to be professional. That's not what this industry is. Um, my concern and the reason I always think about this and bring it up, Helen and everybody else is I don't understand, and Helen, sounds like you had a mechanic. You did the right thing. You've built a relationship with a mechanic, and that's so important because I don't understand how people walk into the shop week after week, 30, 40, 50 years old, still looking for an honest mechanic. I'm not sure what they're looking for. I'm not sure if they know what they're looking for, but the conversations are always eerily the same. They know more than the mechanic, They think it should be less, a lot less, and they're going to keep on looking until they find one. And I always tell them the same thing. Remember this. Good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.